<laughs> what you mean I be doing the most? Hi, my beautiful people. This is episode 10 and it is Molly with the most. And I have a guest today on this episode, but before I get into that, I just want to first say thank you for coming to episode 10. You know, like I told y'all, this ain't your every week podcast, I'm gonna give it to you when I give it to you, okay? Anywho, but I am so grateful that you all keep tuning in every week and you're giving me feedback on the pages. I just love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. So I do want to just first say, um, I'm not going to do a like recap, like what's going on with me this episode, like I usually do. I'll wait to the next episode for that because it'll be a little more in depth. The second thing I want to say is, of course, due to the pandemic, we are still kind of social distancing. So this episode is recorded through the Anchor app. So there is going to be some in and out with the conversation and the audio, of course, isn't the best. I don't know why my guests always seem to be a little clearer than me and I'm recording through Anchor. I don't know. I do want to apologize in advance, but I have a guest, like I was saying, her name is um, Shannon Elizabeth St. James. She is a business owner. She has her own boutique. She has her own mixed drink business in St. Louis, Missouri. She is someone that I met um, while I was at college. So I hope that you all like this interview and we get a little, um, what do we get a little? We give a little tease is what we give. So just stay tuned to the interview. Let me know your feedback on the Twitter or the IG page. And I thank you all for listening. I love y'all, my beautiful people. All right, you all, this is episode 10 of Molly with the Most, and I have a beautiful guest with me. I'm so happy to have this person here, y'all. Like, I met her my freshman year at any, well, let me say this, I met her my freshman year at Alabama and m University. So, um, her name is Shannon. She's also from St. Louis, Missouri, and the crazy thing is, I never knew her in St. Louis, but her aunt actually stayed across the street from my grandmother's house. So we've always had a connection like her aunt used to to do the like block parties and things like that. But I never knew Shannon until we met at college. But I love her. We've been friends ever since. Shannon has so many business adventures going on. My girl is a hustler. And when they say you can't spell hustle without the SPL, it is Shannon, Miss Elizabeth St. James. So, Shannon, how are you? I am well. I am well. I am well. I cannot- that is so- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just saying that I cannot complain. I'm in great spirits right now. Yes, I was going to say, that is just so good to hear. Like, every time I talk to Shannon or see Shannon, she is in a upbeat, like, personality, upbeat spirit. Like, my girl is just, she just has all the charisma out here, (laughs) all the personality. (laughs) So, Shannon, tell the people a little bit about yourself. I am the owner and operator of... Elizabeth St. James, which is a clothing boutique catering to plus size. I do carry small through 6X, but my focal point is 1X to 3X. Um, My styles go from trendy to classy to church. I'm 
it really it's really all over the place but not all over the place in a bad way it definitely flows it is a representation of miss elizabeth st james and the idea miss elizabeth st james is a person who is at one with their self they are uh, powerful they worship or praise they may go to church they may have uh some type of spiritual connection they do events they go out to balls cocktail um they're at one with their self where there may be a little ratchet and they enjoy cultural <laughs> and um and they embrace their body so um it's definitely something for everyone and um that's what miss elizabeth st james miss elizabeth st james represents and what i do I also have um, a new bit, a new baby, and that is Sugar Hips, in which I sell cocktails, frozen and non-frozen, and hit, and it has been extremely um, successful, especially during this time of COVID. So um, I am blessed now to have two up and functioning businesses, um, producing revenue and servicing and touching people at the same time so i'm really really blessed that is so good to hear yeah i've been seeing the sugar hips the drinks all over facebook like people been sharing them and i've been seeing the reviews and when i say they look so bomb like shannon them things look so fucking good <laughs> like, I'm I and i know like even from college days i know you make a good drink like i I remember the drink so just thinking like now like i know you didn't sit there and marinate it and put your thoughts together on what drinks are the best and what you like and they just look so pretty and the fact that you put so much like emphasis and so much detail into both your businesses but them, them drinks girl that's some stuff you see on pinterest and you be like oh i want to try that <laughs> yes uh, oh so, yes i get great reviews back i got like a mm -hmm. lot of um constantly returning customers so i am i'm definitely blessed and like i said they look good and then you come up with creative names so how do you come up with your names for your drinks so i come up with the name based on either that alcohol that's in there or when mm -hmm. i first a lot of them was like what i was feeling as far as it also cater to a certain like all people drink them, but I ain't for, I gotta say it the way I am. I ain't for everybody. So that's even what I do. It's like, it definitely has a market creating that people. So Devious Maids, um, it's a tequila, a tequila based drink. It's white peach. Um, it's like a margarita, white peach margarita. So it's for the tequila lovers, but it has a risky name to it because Devious Maids, like for somebody that may be a little devious, like when you work with alcohol, you kind of know what, 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 does what to people and we kind of know how you react off tequila so devious maids kind of fits a typical person who drinks tequila they can be a little devious so yes because um, yes, i love tequila <laughs> <laughs> fun has this different thing or if it's already a popular thing that's guaranteed to sell like a strawberry or henny colada because henny in itself is something that's gonna sell black people love henny like <laughs> i go gallons like of hennessy that's how much people love hennessy um but i also have the background of a bartender so in a bar you go through gallons of hennessy black people love hennessy so yeah. <laughs> they do and i wonder like 
when we were younger, like was Hennessy like a really big thing? Because when I'm younger, like when I was younger, I remember like people in Crown Royal back in the day. So right. I'm like, did so, this just become popular? No, the Hennessy was popular then. I think it was more so on where you, you got to think of our demographic and. Mm -hmm. uh, that time we first start drinking where we around because everybody no lie like no matter what's setting you in whether you, you college educated or you just whatever most people are like uh i started off on them md 2020s you know we would just get, get a little drink drink drunk drunk didn't know what the hell we was doing getting that quick stuff you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. you became into your own you start picking whether you're a cognac person because i remember a couple times that's when I learned the difference back in school, like what does what to the body? Like, mm -hmm. I know when I had cognac, I'm about to have fun, but I know if I don't keep it partying off, cause it's a really chill, smooth, you supposed to sip that, you know? So it's a really mm -hmm. chill uh, drink of choice. And so if you drink it too fast, it can catch up with you, you get sick. So, or not sick, but if you not keep partying it off that high, then it's like a heaviness cause it's cognac and it's heavy. So mm -hmm. um, you learn, cause I drink, I drink everything, you know, I've tried everything. I have my, of course I have my things of choice that I prefer, but I, um, I dabble in everything. That way I'm able to tell the person who drinks it or like it. I'm able to, to see from their taste buds. You understand? Like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> see, I remember our college days, like especially, especially freshman, sophomore year, ain't had no business doing nothing. So I'm gonna get to junior, senior year when we was of age. Like you know how you start off with the Smirnoffs and like you said the MD. But yeah, like I was saying, like when we were in college, you know, starting off on the Smirnoff and the MD and all the cheap Everclear and the aristocrat, and you about to die the next day. <laughs> yep. Ooh, and then didn't the four locos come out when we were in college? Sure did. Yeah, about to die off them four locos. Ooh, we had some, some years, some experiences. Yes. Never <laughs> met again because you would get wasted on them. It only took one can. You wake up the next day like, what happened? What did I do? Girl, and be regretting everything, but turn around and do it the next weekend. <laughs> hmm. But so I want to get started with asking you how basically did you get started? What made you want to branch out and do your boutique? Now, I will say I know you were known in college for your style, your fashion, like everybody knew Shannon. You were super popular, like, you know, one of them people that ran the hill and you were super fashionable. So what made you start your own boutique? Well, the truth that has been told, I've always wanted a boutique, uh, probably since high school. And I wanted, initially, I wanted one in college. If I would have known what I knew now and what I could do and what I was capable of, I would have definitely been able to achieve one then. But I have it now. And so I um, I wanted it then because I wanted to think about being down to Alabama A&M was St. Louis people, all St. Louis people known for fashion. I mean... Everybody had their own probably little fashion club because everybody had their different style, but we definitely have style. And so um, that played a part then because I wanted to cater and I've always wanted to cater to plus size. I know not only do I fashion, but I've been fashionable as a plus size person and a plus size woman for since forever. Um, and at a time where the industry definitely when I've been plus size 
since plus size was unfavorable. So I even got, you know, mm-hmm. battle from life uh, <laughs> because I just didn't pop up over it or, and I, de- and I definitely, and I've been one who has been um, in tune with themselves where just didn't come out the box, probably been doing things before Instagram and Facebook. And you got no, you know, where you get that popularity from uh, of making my own when it came to being full figure and stylish. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when it comes to name brand clothes, I remember rocking Victoria's Secret Pink. When I've all, and one another thing when we talk about uh, size and shape, I've always been in, like I've been a big girl, but based on my shape, I've been able to wear smaller things. So before people was hip on uh, Victoria's Secret, I was rocking Victoria's Secret Pink. You know, like I was rocking True Religion when it wasn't. You know, I was breaking in doing mm-hmm. different things that they did not cater to plus, but I figured out how I was going to get my body in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I definitely, definitely um, have enjoyed the fashion world. So I'm enjoying building my own and, uh, you know, that creativity behind it. So I will say that I definitely remember you, like I said, always being like the eager when it came to fashion and like you were on the pink, the true religion and all of the things like back in the day where it wasn't as popular and then it became popular and it was like, Shannon been rocking this shit, Shannon been had this like type of thing and it's just so crazy like how the fashion trends kind of start and things like that. But like you said, back then, those things weren't catered to plus-size women or whatever. So for you, it's like you have, um, like, what what shape would you consider? Like, I don't even know the shapes. Because I know you have hips. Like, that's really you, hips and butt. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, my figure, when I'm, you know, when I'm strapped up and I'm looking good, it's definitely, you know, that a shaped little hourglass. So um, I know, I don't know if they call it a, like a pear or I don't know, like, because my top, I'm always, I'm always able to, like, if I want to get in a large or extra large top, um, even now, like, even now with my shape, when it come down to like, one thing you learn, especially having a business and people, um, shapes pay, shapes play a part in how we fit things. And that's period, because mm-hmm. a lot of us, each other based on size and a person can be shorter and appear bigger but wear smaller sizes than a person who may be taller and that's about learning our bodies and accepting ourselves for who we are because a lot of times people like even with myself in in the industry in in this industry and especially being the actual face of miss elizabeth st james here is a truth moment when i post or i wear something i size up so that I stretch out the clothes if I don't plan on keeping it. Now, mm-hmm. if I'm keeping it on my true size, and believe it or not, it may be a one X. It just depends. My weight is in my bottom half, so my weight of of a two or three, or when it come down to number size, is going to be in my in my jeans. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but because I am selling something, and because to because people, you learn certain things, and you learn about yourself, and you learn about as a woman and just you learn about all women and you see things through dif- different perspectives and a lot of people don't do themselves like they don't look at themselves or they see themselves as this and they're not and so with that being said in order to sell th- things you have to either size up and say that you're bigger 
because people, when they don't understand it, they look at you as being bigger than them, but they'll get the wrong size that they mm -hmm. can't. So you got to learn your customers and you got to learn them. You got to learn what works for you uh, to lead people in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If that makes type of, any type of sense, because I being the model and being a present person for people to touch that <laughs> size you up. Like, like, really, like this has been a very eye-opening season. You learn yeah. some of the things yourself. Like, just for example, you hear, like, the, the things that used to get on my nerves at one point, probably when I was younger, they don't get on my They don't bother me now because now I'm confident in who I am. It's, it's that person that's lacking, not me. So, mm -hmm. uh, and so it don't bother me, but they don't know they're showing me their insecurities. You're you showing me your cards because when people be worried about what you have it drifting off but you know if people when you learn that people are more worried about something that's not an issue for you but they're making it a problem and who they are so you learn to cater and um especially in the business you learn to cater and cotter to um those needs of your customer so, so you learn I'm listening. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I want to ask you this. So I know that, you know, you have a, the online boutique, but you also have a storefront. So with what you're saying and, you know, catering to the people and also how they view themselves, do you notice um, in person, basically like, I don't want to call it body dysmorphia, but sometimes just body dysmorphia where we we envision ourselves to look one way in our head or in our own personal mirror. But once we get to an actual store and we're trying things on, do you, have you experienced any situations like that with any women? I got to be, I know we are here and we are being professional, but I can to be myself. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love, but baby image and self-confidence there is a lack of it. I mean, we showed it in our actions, but body image and body, how, however you just said it, because I, I did, you, you're introducing me to something. You oh, it's body dysmorphia. So it's actually like a psychological, like mental kind of like disorder where you view yourself as one thing. So you may view yourself, you could be small and view yourself as extremely fat or extremely um, obese or you could be obese or fat and view yourself as thick or skinny or you know whatever so you basically are viewing yes. your body yeah <laughs> flat out you got to be mf and kidding me you in denial you know mm -hmm. like that so often yes ma'am i mean and i you know what i blame heights i blame leggings that's the first person that i blame the next <laughs> That is what I blame. And then the idea of, uh, because, and I say I blame tights and I blame leggings. This is why I blame them. Because people, when they come in the store sometimes, and us as women, and it's not everybody, mm -hmm. so I don't want, you know, people, this is real talk. And there's nothing to take, right. you know, anybody or nothing, but this is real. You don't know how you coming off. And um, sometimes we as people, we need to hear how we sound so you won't and need to hear this because you'll go in front of the wrong crowd and sound like a you know what? Mm -hmm. And um, they'll come in. I'm like, no, what number size do you wear? Now, I think I'm a one or two. No, you're not. What number size do you wear? Now, I've learned. Now, some people, like, then goes back to them being shorter. They may be bigger, but they mm -hmm. are short. 
So therefore, they can go down a size, especially if they have a shape or if it's stretched to the item. Okay. Um, but I say that because so many people they don't know they don't know their jean size. So you think oh, I'm just supposed to fit every because every baby. Let me tell you, one X's and two X's are gonna go fast. There's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with a, nothing wrong with a three X. I can fit every size that I want to fit. Things are bigger than me, bigger than me on certain sizes because I have a shape. Therefore, it's not it's not coming in. It's loose in the hips. It's small. I don't have. I'm a part of the itty bitty to commit titty committee. You know, I don't have <laughs> so. But I know how to give the illusion with a pad and bra, you know, and that goes into yeah. another subject of making sure we have the right foundation on. So, um, yes, but that's very like that's a very serious thing. And then I like I hear people all the time. They'll say to me, oh, I know I know I'm not and it's a compliment at the same time, but they don't know how they sound like, oh, I know I'm not going to look like that in that or um, the, um, and it, it becomes cute. Wow. Like, oh, does the body come with it? Do the hips come with it? Do the booty come with it? Or. You know, mm -hmm. try to be cute with it, or maybe, or you may get the people where um, they're saying like, oh, "I know I can't wear that," if, but I'm like, "Hold on!" But when Fashion Nova put the models, you don't look like them at all, but you buy Fashion Nova, so don't tell me yeah. that. Don't look, nobody looks like the models. You don't look like that model, or Ashley Stewart either. Yeah. That, that, but because you know me. Because you know me. So I know that somebody is saying it to me and how they're saying it, if it's a compliment or if it's something else, you're trying, you're, you're trying to be funny. You understand what I'm saying? It's, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's accept who you are. Like if you want to buy it, buy it. Because I get it, I have so many different beautiful women, all shapes. And I have women who taught me things. I have short customers with um they are more heavy section, but baby, they are rock anything they want to put on then of course i have the customers that i have to um make you know they have a beautiful shape but they don't think they have a beautiful shape and then i have some and i have some brick house who are who are afraid house you know i have mm -hmm. type of people that i cater to and it's beauty in it it's so much beauty in it because it's empowering me as well um and it makes you know one thing working in the fashion industry it helps you or even in any type of industry with women, if you have a different type of mindset, whether you go into my favorite place to go is the strip club. And I'm gonna tell you why. When you go into the strip club, you learn to appreciate your body. You mm -hmm. learn that anything wrong with your damn body. Because back, <laughs> I'm like the nerve. So that helps that any big girl who's having problems and self-esteem, take your behind to the strip club. Go look at them. And then go home in the mirror and you look at like you okay i'm listening but you i don't know you're fine I'm, I'm letting you go because everything that you're saying is so right and it's so on point because we um of course i'm a heavy set woman big woman plus size fat big you know whatever the hell they want to call it like you said like certain things back in a day saying those type of words would have triggered me but it's like now I embrace who I am like I think I started embracing who I was probably like high school college 
I ain't never been skinny. <laughs> I probably last time I was skinny probably was when I was four years old, like type of thing. So uh-huh. it's just like I think for me, since I've always been a heavier girl or the bigger girl, that I had to learn to love myself and know what my body is. But I think now we're approaching, of course, like we're in our thirties. So this is where the girls that were the it girls in high school have now put on extra pounds and or mm-hmm. This is where some big girls that have been big, you know, for the last 10 plus years, but they haven't been confident with their bodies. And they're getting to this point where like, okay, I want to be cute and fashionable, but I'm plus size. And it's like, Elizabeth St. James is the store for you. But when you walk in here, you can't think that you're going to look like the models. You can't think that you're going to do it the same way as the models. You have to own your body and you have to know your body and your figure. Yes. And not only that, and not know that one thing that we have to do as Black women and Black people, people don't know. It's not not what you say is how you say it. And you Mm -hmm. don't your hand by how you respond to things and those little snide remote remarks that people love to say when they say little this and little that and um the things that we like to do as we like to call in this society shade people can read mm-hmm. like we read your like i read your insecurities you know so right. um we have to be conscious in that because it shows it uh it definitely shows and what we do and how we support and how we uh praise other women you know, so and I, I think honestly, social media plays a big factor in that. And I know a lot of people feel like, well, it's social media, you shouldn't take it seriously. Now, we have to realize a lot of women and men, so a lot of people in general don't have strong mindsets. So, mm-hmm. if you go on a social media platform, and I'll say Lizzo, for example. The Shade Room could make a post about Lizzo and her two-piece or bra and panty, her twerking, and it's just negative comment after negative comment. If you don't have strong confidence in yourself and you have a body type that's similar to Lizzo's, that type of thing can eat you up. But then you'll go on a picture of like Ari or Megan or somebody like that. And I'm naming these people because I actually like these people. So you'll go on Ari or Megan's post and you'll see heart eyes and people are just loving it. And they're doing the same thing that a bigger person is doing, but they don't like it because, I mean, I can't say why they don't like it. It's like, do you not like fat bodies? You don't like fat people? Is it this new thing called fat phobia? Like, I don't understand why people feel the need to say such vile things to people so so many horrible things and it plays a factor into the people who are actually reading the comments or looking at these posts that aren't confident in with their selves and now they're kind of retreating back in their homes or they're retreating back in their minds as to oh I could never do this or I could never look like this I could never fit that and it'd be like sis fuck these people go out there and rock what you want to rock. The thing is, rock it to where it looks decent on you, the where it looks good on you. You don't have to be overly sexualized, and you don't have to be wrapped up like a goddamn nun. You find what works for you, for your confidence level. You show what you want to show. And I think that's just something that like truly bothers me is how people will just say so many nasty things to people online that they've never met before. Mm-hmm. And then it 
plays a factor into how women view themselves. Or even if it has nothing to do with the comments, it's the thing is though, like I said, you'll have Ari who looks good in a fashion over outfit and then they'll show um, a bigger person in the fashion over outfit. You got to realize which body type you got. And if you buy the same outfit, how is it going to fit you? Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> so I don't know. I just, I want more women to be positive huh. um, in their thinking mm-hmm. and how they love their sales, how they carry their sales and how, you just have to move in this society. You have to move with your head held high. Like, and that's for big or little. Like, that's for whoever. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, I want to uh, just piggyback on or address like the Lizzo, mm-hmm. all these people things. If people don't get the hell up off of social media and don't read into what people say on social media, and I say that because it's nothing but a click and delete. You know, I get all <laughs> bad and I get little smart comments from people. I get all type of things. Um, I just keep it moving. I may erase it or keep it. I may see it. I may not leave it up there for somebody else to see or it may not be. I get a lot of positive, too, but I get slick, you know, but um, mm-hmm. I just say period because I'm a risky person as far as like my style. Like I know my style and I know the different things that I that I do that even the style of Elizabeth St. James so I can tell when it's being um you know when it may cause a little like jeans with the booty out um mm-hmm. I had a pair of those and I them to work that my bartender jeans or when I'm going out of town I'm gonna show my ass that's just how it is I'm going to have a good time and so um those with those jeans are representation of for those who like for the sophisticated ratchet and so <laughs> get when I warm to work remind you I also wear in the bar fully colored long tight fitted dresses or whatever the case may be my style is my style and so mm-hmm. a person to uh like oh I um thought better of you that try to make me feel a little bad for having them on like it was just too much because you know I have so much back there but mm-hmm. and the reaction from the men and women who loved it out is going to outweigh. So you got to play into what works for you and what you love. Most of all, you got to love yourself. Like, see, that's the, at the end of the day. So much I've all see. And let me say this too. It starts at home. See, it's nothing that the world could tell me because my mama loved me. My daddy loved mm-hmm. me. My granny loved me. The people who in my life, they love me. We, they loved us. And I say us because it's not one, it's two. And I also have a, uh, a sister who didn't start off necessarily like I've always been plus size, but if I look back in time, I'd be mad because kids can be so harsh. Cause that was a time where, where it was one plus person for uh 20 million. I don't know. It was just rare. You know, you had one big girl, mm-hmm. a million small people. And so, uh, and I wasn't necessarily big as in, I wasn't the, the short round. I was what they love to say thick. I was, a perfect size then you understand what i'm saying but kids can be so mm-hmm. that you don't understand you don't understand too because just not even kids just in the house because they call you a big girl but what comes when you when your mom is five two and your daddy six four you're bound to be somewhere in the center okay so right <laughs> that's genetics um so just those are just things you know as you get older you learn you have to pay attention to people's backgrounds and different things and i say all that because as a public figure you know miss because miss elizabeth st james and uh is definitely internationally known and so 
Yes, ma'am. Definitely city known and, and world known as far as, you know, a, uh, of knowing people and things. And so I can't feed into what people say. And I say that because people, you are like that when you are a figure, whether I know for me and because I am a, just a fashion statement within myself, people feel comfortable to say things to me that they wouldn't say anything else. And I'll say that as an example, like, um, like say for example, one of my customers, he's an African man one time, he says a bartender, I had on, I he had on some long, it was a dress. It was really like church girly, but I wore it to work or whatever, whatever, it was nice. But on me, but oh, I like that. I like, Nick, I didn't ask you what you like, but it was implied. Like I always look good. Like you implied, mm -hmm. I'm covered up, I'm fully covered but I ain't here for you. I don't want you looking yeah. like that no way. So what you saying? You know, because mm -hmm. I, because he is African, so I am uh, a bigger woman, and you know, and 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 true enough, you know, you hear the stories about X, Y, and Z. So um, right. it was, you know, it, he, he felt some type of way, and you felt too comfortable to let me know. We're not that cool. We're not that cool. <laughs> um, and I get that all the time, even when it comes to hair. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm too comfortable. People comfortably tell me things that I'm not dressing for you. I dress for me. And I dress for men, mm -hmm. like men because trust and believe they like me too. So it ain't about you, sis. I have my own people, my own fan club. You have to be confident in who you are. And I just say all of that, repeat again. But if you don't love yourself, then nothing and nobody else is going to tell you will make a difference. Right. So my thing is, if you want to wear something and you put it on and you feel as though this fits my body type, I look nice in it. I want to wear it. Yeah. Wear it for you. Wear it for you. Don't think about what other people going to say or what other people going to judge and, you know, stuff like that. If you feel like you look good in it, you're confident, you're not looking like, you know, sloppy or anything like that, then rock it. It's like yeah. it's for you. Like, it's, it's, we're at a point. It's 2020. Yeah. Do what feels good for you and what's best for you. And I hate that society makes you know everything uh black or white or right. a fat skinny or male and female it's just like sometimes just be a human being yes and i feel like with lizzo lizzo represents that sometimes she may be a little overboard but she's doing <laughs> and i don't i don't chime in or not some people feel like oh that's just too much and i why because i know i get away with things that another person can't get away and i know people mm -hmm. never do you understand what i'm saying and i see Right. Touch with the plus size community, and there are a lot of risk takers and things of that nature. So you just can't fill in because a lot of people lack that confidence. You know, um, as far as the Kim K's and the Kims and whoever else when they do it, I don't excuse my French again. I know we talking professional, but I don't feed into that sugar honey and I see, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because I can't. It can't compare. It can't compare when it's bought. You understand what I'm saying? You can buy mm -hmm. it on the table. But you got to realize as a plus size woman, a plus size sister, embrace who you are because people pay for what you got. That's why I'm always going to walk a little different because I know how I'm stacked. I know how I am. Ain't nobody else got to tell me because I see myself in the nude all the time. And I love every bit of me, every bit of me, because I got to love me because if I want somebody else to love me and love me right and I want and I want to make sure they handle me properly, I got to know how to handle myself properly. So just saying all of that to say like, do like as we said once again do what works for you but you can't feed into these people these people it's so many insecurities with people and people mm -hmm. 
stuff and people and you have to realize the same thing when it comes from fashion whether you're fat um homosexual or black we all have a battle that you're fighting and i mean black isn't if dark skin dark skin girls are fighting things they fight things every day you know all these mm -hmm. are dark skin men you know you fight different we fight that based on our color already so people is still the same thing as this even when it come down to size people hate what they can't see in themselves you know they hate what they can't seem to do how the hell you do it they looking at what they looking at what they thinking is a curse for you is what makes you different you know what i'm saying okay so let me ask you huh. this so and for the people of course who don't know shannon like shannon how tall are you i am five eight five seven five eight damn you that much taller than me <laughs> <laughs> Woo, okay. So Shannon is like I, we said earlier, Shannon is like an hourglass. She has really like thick hips and a butt or whatever. And of course, me, I'm five two, five three. I'm a little roly poly, like I'm round. Oh there. I gotta ask though. Gotta ask though. <laughs> oh whatever. So my thing is with your shape. And this is going to get into like the plus size community battle because you already you battling people outside of your community, but now you got yes. to battle inside your community. Yes. So, do you or have you received a lot of criticism towards your shape because you would have one of those shapes that's like the flat stomach, um, big heel, big I mean, butt? When people say you're not gonna look, oh, I'm not gonna look because they're too busy looking at my body. Look at the dress. You looking at my body. Oh, mm -hmm. this and that. Oh, you got the flesh. See, you don't got no stomach. I'm like, yes, I do got stomach. Like, I do got stomach. It's definitely there. So, <laughs> but you looking at me, you know, and then one minute, mm -hmm. then one minute you saying, oh, uh, I need a, uh, I know if you in this size, I get all types of stuff. I know if you in this size, I need that size. When they looking at whatever, they don't know that. And here's another thing about fat. Fat is different. Everybody's body is different. Some people is muscle. Some people are easy to push in. Some people don't move at all. It's rock solid and it's big. It's so enough mm -hmm. about people and people bodies that everybody is unique in their own way. So just to say, yes, I do get a lot of, I get a whole bunch of it. You got the good things where that's why sometimes I do bring in different, every now and then I do bring it, I pop in a different model. But no, not to sell like it said when I put it on, but I do bring in different people to show different body shapes. Mm -hmm. Because to make my, all my customers feel good and to see that they are represented for those who for right. those who need that. Now I got some who don't need that. They come in, they teaching me, they telling me as far as oh, I, I think oh, I would never do that if I was that size or this and that. And they come in and they shuts it down. You, mm -hmm. And I love it. I respect it. I'm like ghosts. But then you got the ones who just no, nah, uh, uh, nah, I can't do that. I'm like, yes, you can. You gonna kill this? You got this. So yeah, I get. Because we have to. That's back to we have to learn what fits okay. our body type, what works for us, and it's a trial and error type of thing. And sometimes I put on an outfit, I think I look bad, and then when I see that picture of myself, I be like, "See, right? What? What are you doing? <laughs> Why you put no girdle on with it? <laughs> Why you ain't stuff that in?" But it's it's trial and error. It's about learning what yes. fits well because of course what fits on you ain't gonna fit on me the same damn way and it's something like i as a person have to know looking at the model that shit ain't gonna fit right. me at yeah. all <laughs> like type of thing but like i said you or they're bigger than me some people think they're 
I get all type of stuff, all type of stuff. And of course, I'm I'm in my mode and I'm professional and I'm getting it and I'm loving it or whatever. But I just be like, mm-hmm. like some people, they are they have been way you know bigger than me, but they think that they are the Mm-hmm. And, they waste, and I'm like, you can't even fit my clothes where I can't have you put clothes on because you can't mess up the stuff. You know, like if you get it, right. try it on. And that may be unprofessional to say, but it's the truth. Let's be real. I don't, one thing about Elizabeth St. James, she is not a, uh, uh, for everybody. That's one thing you have to learn to be successful in business. You have to know your market and you have to know what you cater to and who you cater, what mm-hmm. the type of customer that you, that you desire. And, um, because it's more than just a brand. It's, it's a brand. It's a lifestyle. So with that being said, you want to make sure that that they're uh, comfortable and they're confident. I'm, I try to, not I try, I take care of my customers. I want to make sure they look good. I want to make sure they fit it on them. Because when they rocking it, they head up. I want I want them to be empowered. I want them clothes. Ooh, they feel like they made for me. Because our clothes are mm-hmm. those, ooh, they're like robes, you know. When you feel good, one thing that'll help you in yourself, when you look good in your clothes, you feel like you can do anything. You feel good. Mm-hmm. So about finding the right clothes and you find the right spot that comes and caters to those needs and, and you learn and you take the time and like, let me let me let you dress me. I get a lot of people I dress. I have a lot of, I do, mm-hmm. I don't advertise styling, but I definitely style a lot of my customers. Like full birthdays. Okay. Um, I'm one-stop shop for people. Even if I don't have it, they gonna figure out. They gonna make it work from right out of there. Like I have a lot of a diehard Elizabeth St. James uh, customers, so that's a beautiful thing too. They trust you because they see mm-hmm. the power. What I'm what I'm giving off as far as the joy, uh, the confidence, being comfortable in your own skin, loving who you are, and you know, and um, and embracing where you are in life. So that's what I right. really try to decipher uh, and, and deliver through my clothes. If you notice, it's always um, uh, maybe a different background, different, singing, different hairstyle, or different mm-hmm. women. I, I may be looking like a nerd one day. I may be simple in it. I may be glamorous big time. I may be risky with the red lip and blonde hair, but it's for all different type of women that can relate. You know, as far as one day you this person, the next day you that. <laughs> And you know what? I love that. I love that. Because when you look at, and I'll say Fashion Nova because we mentioned them earlier. When you look at a place like Fashion Nova, they're a big company, big corporation. So they're giving you a white background outfit. Don't switch up her makeup. Put the person in another outfit like type of thing. With you and your photos, you are giving them like, if you're like a sophisticated, like you said, you're the sophisticated lady. This is a good look for you. You're the sophisticated ratchet. This is a good look for you. So you're setting one, the scene. You're setting the tone of how this outfit, you know, is going to make like your function, how it's going to fit well. So I love that, that you put so much thought and effort into, you know, your, your whole photo shoot, your background and how it's going to be portrayed to your yes, customers. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Now, let me ask you this. So with starting this business, did you come across like any obstacles or anything like that? Just for the entrepreneurs or people who are thinking about starting any type of business, whether it could be the sugar hips with the drinks or any um, with the Elizabeth St. James. Um, I would say I my obstacles was myself. Like our great, your greatest, okay. your greatest enemy is yourself. Nobody else is. Your- 
mm-hmm. you, know, you your own threat. And so I just say that to say, like, when when like how you asked about how when did you want to open a boutique? It was something I wanted a long time ago. A lot of things I didn't do because I didn't know how or didn't know where to start. Not that I didn't have the resources. That's why I, I mentioned back to say, dang, if I would have known that then, I could have been doing this, but didn't know, uh, didn't again. And so, like when it came to the boutique, I remember when I got out of school and I got back home. I want to say within that year of working, I. Uh, working as a substitute teacher and um um st louis magazine had a magazine and they would list it's a magazine here in st louis and they list like what we cater to so maybe this one was a fashion one and it had all the boutiques so i went around to all the boutiques just checking them out i will always i'm always been a person i've always shopped in them i go in different ones from central west end to delmore loop to um, Maryland Heights, you know, if you had a little shopping area and a boutique, mm-hmm. then I definitely was going in. So it was a time at that time. It's, at that time, it's been been out of school about ten. So at that time, it was probably only uh, girlfriends, girlfriends uh, boutique, which is out off Parker Road, and that was out in North County. And then there was a, a, a Epiphany boutique, which is on Locust, Honey Child came along. That's a boutique. And then um, who were some other ones? Maybe L.A. Flavor is some, you know, here and there. But this time, very far mm-hmm. of you. So it was um, small, you know, small. I mean, they were here and there. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, and then it was, a, it was tons as far as African-American. But then there were tons. And I may be wrong. No, uh, Taste of Love was around as well. Um they were located in the Central West End at that time. Now they're down on Washington, um, and a couple more. But it's a, it's a lot of black women that's been doing it for a minute, and um, you definitely want to get step in the field. You know, coming from an HBCU, we always pay homage to our ancestors and those who came. Um, recognize that we recognize uh, the people who paved the way in order for you to be able to do something, um, and even if. They- even and that's just an inspiring factor of hey, you got one, I know I can get one too, not in a negative way. Like I, I so uh mm-hmm. looking in the in the magazine, I remember going around checking out different ones and just seeing, and I remember um coming across uh Epiphany. And Epiphany, um, that's the one that's located on Locust. I would go in and I would shop, and I remember one day the owner, which is Louise, she called me in and asked me to be our model. So I actually started off, I was modeling um, for her and that was, that was giving me the opportunity. Um, she knew that I had the desire to have one. So also um, mm-hmm. mentorship, but really it was my, you know, modeling. And then it gave me the opportunity to be in that environment um, and see if I wanted to do this, you know? Um, and even at one point I even worked there. So at that time I was like, Ooh, I remember taking a break, like, mm, I, I don't want to do this because I don't like being stuck in one area. And then it, it just, it was like a little boring to me, you know, like, uh, that's why I operate my times. I run my world, how I run my world as far as I work by appointments. And then on the busier days, I'm definitely there. And then, um, then especially during COVID, it's just by appointments right now until I decide to open up, like, maybe beginning of June, mid-June. And just all the mm-hmm. time because where I'm at, those who want to shop with me, they call me. Like 
quiet as it kept, I've still been functioning through COVID, and that's because of the relationship I have with my customers. Like, hey, I need to get this, or I want to get this, you know. Um, and they'll come in and do their thing. And then, like I said, online. So that's that. I can't, I know I'm just talking away, so. Uh. No, you're fine. You're fine because it's really, giving, like I said, it's giving people the insight to if them thinking about opening up a business or starting a company or business or whatever the case may be. Because like you said, you started off kind of like peeping the scene for everybody else like everybody else type of thing and being a model somewhere and then that gave you that backdrop to kind of like hmm, okay see the ins and, and out of it, it. i had left that alone i went to at the same time when i end up i let let me go some back now i left st louis public schools um i left there i was in grad school um i went to bartender school i um was working at epiphany I, I worked there probably like this just six months you know still modeling even after that and before that but because i had been modeling for about two years at that point or so um and you know or a year and a half it had, it had been a minute that i had been um being a model so that was a great experience as well and then like i said i didn't know what i wanted to do but i know like i said when i was in the room like Ugh. at that time and period where i was in life it just wasn't for me at that time so i was like Ugh. and i had the money then that's how uh, I really thought I was going to start back in. I want to say this must have been, I want to say 20, we graduated in 2010. So this might have been like in 2013 or 14. Time, no, yeah, mm -hmm. this time is flying. I can't believe it, but we're getting up. And uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, we 10 years out of school this year. And I know COVID-19, you better not fuck up any them homecoming because I'm trying to be in that thing. Sorry, I know that's so off subject. But yes, COVID better not mess up HBCU homecomings because yes, we need those. We need those. But <laughs> yes, we've been out of school for 10 years. But, Please. But even with speaking with that, so we've been out of school for 10 years. Just look back at within these 10 years of how much success yes. you have had. I've had a lot of success. I've, I've like, had you a lot have. Of I didn't know, like, COVID-19, where I am in life, um, just kind of say, like, where I am in life, I am in an excellent place in life. I am moving at my speed, on my time, and living my best life. I was so blessed with Elizabeth James. I mean, extremely blessed that I was so busy um, rushing and moving life so fast, like, and that I didn't know until COVID happened because it was a, a season of coming after the, remind you, I'm still a newbie. I, I'm a two-year-old, so I'm, I'm in terrible twos right now because my James is mm -hmm. my uh, baby. Like, I birthed that thing. So, um that business right there as you coming as you coming out and i'm coming out of i when i often talk and i'm talking like the personal standpoint and, and elizabeth st james as far as elizabeth st james and shannon the person um coming out of postpartum you coming out i'm coming out of this era i was building a business um a young black girl i built that business off cash money and god nothing but god nothing i cannot tell my story without giving him nothing but the glory I would present that man. I would present him 300. He would turn in. He would flip that into six. Uh, he did that. So sometimes when people ask how you do this, and I I can't really give fully detail. I always speak 
spiritual stands and about whoever you believe in and what you worship and knowing that if you know that whatever's in you and you're given a dream, you're given a vision, understand that you can accomplish that. You can. And you must believe in something bigger than yourself. You must believe in something. Because the world is you got to yes. believe in something bigger than yourself. And once you believe, you got to know that, because I worship God. So with that being said, I got to give credit to who I worship. And uh, and, and that, <laughs> if you believe in God, it's impossible. Because with him, all things are possible. And I can And Shannon, I just love you. <laughs> I just love you because because you are so passionate when you talk so it's just like you get started and you be on a tangent baby but you be so passionate and I love that about you when I talk about him I'm gonna put some stank on it because I know like I am a Elizabeth St. James and my life is a is a representation of God promises God makes us promises and that was a promise that I wanted it was something that was in me see I couldn't uh, this is another little background. I was the educational manager for the, I have lived a great life. I was the educational manager for the Boys and Girls Club of Greater St. Louis. Um, and that was one of the most joyful experiences. I came in there a girl. So the, the Boys and Girls Club changed my life as well, even though I wasn't a, a student or a baby, but they employ a lot of people coming out of school and, you know, finding your own. So as far as getting my start in the professional world and building those relationships and those bonds um, and just becoming in my own, that managerial experience on a professional level, matching my education and things. What a great experience and experience. But those children, I, during that, anything from St. Louis public school to the boys and girls club, anything I did our special school district, because I uh, worked in all those fields and the love for kids, my connection with kids. I, I've never through my career, I've never been called Miss Shannon or Miss Park. I mean, I've never been called Miss Clark. I've been called Mama, Auntie, and then maybe you know Miss Shannon because in that setting of the of the Boys and Girls Club. But I've been called those mm -hmm. things. What an honor! And I say that because when you recognize who you are, as a woman, and what you bring to the table, to be able to have a nurturing spirit and to be able to connect with things and people that don't come out of you in that type of way and love, because we live in a different type of generation and time. You know, I would never thought 10, 20 years ago would I ever call none of my kids or anybody a figure of mama. No, because I got love at home and I, we just didn't have those type of relationships. Not even by having love at home. We didn't have those type of relationships with our with our, with our elders. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a different generation, which was a good thing. though. I know because, yeah. baby, they, they don't make people like they made when we was coming up. This is totally different. So shout out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, that the last of the eighties babies, and maybe some of the early nineties. But um, yes, let's just say that because. Uh, but back to whatever this is, I have been joyful to my road and my experience, <laughs> experience so many different things. Like I'll never forget that thirty. Mm -hmm. That was the transition of coming into Elizabeth St. James before I turned thirty years old, ending my twenty nine, uh, ending my twenties. I, uh, I've also worked, I've also had a nighttime job, which is a bartender. And I refer to that. That's, that's my street world. So I've lived double lives. Um, <laughs> you definitely have lived double lives. I remember you going, doing, and seeing the kids all on Snapchat. Then later on at night, you at the club, turned up bartending. 
But you know what? Let me say this. In regards to that, I love that because we are not monolithic by no means. We are not one person, one way. Like people have different layers to them. So the thing is, you were out here educating children. You were being a model, trying to store, you know, your own boutique. And then you were also a bartender. Like the thing is, we have many layers. So just because I have this nine to five job, I also have a five to nine. And then I might got a nine to a 6 a.m. job, like, and whatever that may be. And I love the fact that women are out here doing what they want to do despite any judgment. Because not necessarily in St. Louis, but you know how you get some people that are just like, uh-uh, I don't want her around my kids. She a bartender, like that type of thing. It's like, what does that mean? Because she's here with your kids, teaching your kids, communicating with your kids, bonding with your kids. She's not bringing her nighttime job to this daytime job. And a lot of people can't differentiate the two between people. Oh, she's a stripper, but she also does yada, yada, yada with children. It don't matter if she's not mixing the two. She's those are two separate jobs. So I want people to realize you can do whatever you want to do. And I will say this: when I first, after graduation, after we graduated, I remember my aunt telling me, "Oh, you need to clean up your social media. You need to do this and that to get a corporate job." And I remember doing that and changing the person that I was online so I had to get off Twitter stop being Pocahoochie and try to do all this because these jobs of course research your social media to see what you talk about and stuff like that so I started changing who I was and what I talked about to you know get a corporate job but once I got into corporate America I'm like as long as I'm not mixing the two so if I'm not talking about my job what I do and then also my sex to pays and shit like that all in one then it doesn't matter so I don't bring my job to social media like type of thing but I don't know that's just that popped in my mind when we were talking about that but I I like the fact that we have many layers we have many jobs and we balance the hell out of them they don't have to have this on you can do anything you want to do but remember this it's not what you do it's how you do it so the two and so Mm -hmm. I'm at a point in my life where I'm free I'm living free because I'm embracing the role of entrepreneurship I'm embracing embracing the role of I am boss God signs my checks so I'm at that point now where I'm doing things and talking because having had those roles, I did have a lot of stigmas. When I was, you made it so, like you said, on my Snap, because you was a Snap friend, but those on Facebook, those on Instagram, mm-hmm. you didn't see that because I didn't post. If you notice, remember I used to be heavy on, on all those different social medias and I kind of fell off, I disappeared, I pop every blue moon, you know? And that yeah. was because I knew that I was in a leadership role. And then because I don't want the two to... Most of the time, if a person saw me at the bar and they worked at the club, that was far and few, but I definitely have. I can count on my hands, and I know the person, the parents that do, what they going to say? You in the same spot as me. And I had your... What we talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, uh, uh, <laughs> you got to, you know, you keep all of that stuff in mind. Like, one thing, I was just having a conversation with my friend the other day. This may be off the subject, this and that, but social media and the way social media is with people but when you've had somebody child you just know things that you that's like that's like forbidden fruit sacred fruit so when they see you especially if it ain't nothing even if they're gonna always show you love because even if it's a non-disclosure of respect because i know your child i got your child child 
Mm -hmm. So I know how you, like that's your, I know what type of parent you are or you not because I've had your kid and I've had your kid in an element, whether I was teaching them and I knew their weaknesses or what they lacked or I had them in a personal setting where it was after school and dealing with behavior and different things, you know? So you hold value. Um, and then you just know somebody, you know, that you that's, that's a deadly thing because you know their weaknesses. You understand? So uh, you see people, sure. that's a whole other thing, but you see people in a different light. But that's just some of my background. But I'm at a spot right now, like I said, I am living free, living my life, embracing when COVID happened um, dramatically. Like I said, we're coming after the holiday, after, whew, it's the season. Whatever type, I'm getting out. Whatever type of hustle you in, whether you are just the streets, if you're an entrepreneur person, whatever, uh, you have your seasons. You know, everything has a season. You got money season, this and that. Let me tell you how COVID works, baby. This after, this is after the holiday. Everybody know after the holiday, that's when the season slows down. So, because people mm -hmm. are trying to pay off now, they ain't spent all their money for the holiday, this and that. So, when you, sure, it's going on as long yeah. as you got events happening. People coming in, spending birthdays, but that every everyday traffic, you know, it's in kind of, and that's just normal. That's even in the bar settings, even in the hairdressers and stuff. Like things start to slow down for people. But guess what? That's fine, because guess what's coming? Tax season, March, May, April. Let me tell you how God came in. God came in and He shut it down. This is crucial, crucial time for people. This is crucial time for people. And um, in that learning, you, I mean. I, I get a little dramatic because, you know, I'm like, we never experienced it, anybody. This was real. Regardless of how, this was right. a real deal. And right. It's still real. It's still out there. The city is only opening up because they don't want to spend the money. That's what that is about. It's not about our health risk. It's because we are a greed of a country and we want money. So um, that's where that is. Yes, let me tell you what God did for me. He did something. He took some things away and something happened so quick where I have been playing a game the way I play my game when I do what I do, because it's, I, I, I work, but I, I, we all, one thing about when you're an entrepreneur, you play Russian roulette. So I'm living my life where, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm just being real and talking in the game or whatever. Uh, so um, forgive me if I mentioned, if I may drop a number or whatever, but it's nothing, just to be real. I'm used to coming, let's just say, for example, Friday, I may be, be down on zero. And come Sunday, I'm up five, six, seven. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm used to that. So mm -hmm. when you're used to that, and, and I'm, and that speaks to volumes of how I produce. I'm laying low right now. I'm, I'm mapping. I'm, I'm doing some things. Right. But when, if you were Elizabeth Saint and James customer, this and that, you know, I every week, nice stuff. Every other week, like, you know how I'm moving and grooving. Mm -hmm. Um, so things slow down. You have to be smart. You have to be smart how you're doing things, this and that. But I was worried. I was worried about things because I'm just like, whoo, what's going on? You know, because not that not that my store, my store had to slow down where I'm used to getting just traffic, foot traffic. Then you got to be cautious about, you know, you just have to be cautious about uh, sending practice, I mean, sending packages and being outside, all this stuff. These are all things that we are aware of. And then uh, my hustle, mm -hmm. that's gone. Everything is shut down. So in my world, I'm living in a world where my world was shut down. But COVID affected everybody different. How did I know that? I'm on the phone. It's true. Doing that first week or two. What everybody doing? Everybody reconnecting. Everybody reconnecting, catching up with everybody. Hadn't talked on. We on group time. We on FaceTime. 
we doing all of our people. Mm-hmm. And then reminding myself, let me tell you what happened to me. I'm I'm on the phone. I'm talking to the crew. At one point, I'm talking to the crew. We we on FaceTime. The, yeah, uh, everybody's talking to each other, revamping and stuff. And I was in my own way, you know, like I said, I was anxious when it's for me, my life is different. You know what I'm saying? So this is a live. Um, like I'm nervous so my thing is different from everybody else I'm holding it together but I'm like it's affecting me different whereas everybody else they're at home they feet kicked up because they got checks coming in you understand what I'm saying their life is different as far as other people in the streets in the world in the worldly world I am I am they life to been shut down this was serious like how I'm gonna eat you know understand what I'm saying like what we about to do so it affected everybody Mm -hmm. differently period even if you at home working, it's affected because the reality of what we all was facing, you know. And then on top of that, things dealing with COVID, but just real life situations outside of that. So um, anyway, all of this happened. God reminded me that he was a source once again, like he did Elizabeth St. James. And he reminded me of source. I was looking around like, Damn, mm-hmm. what I, do? I had already had sugar here since 2017. Another factor of me is owning my own bar, my own store. So um, that was something that was already established. People didn't know about it because okay. that's how I move. I don't talk about everything that, you know, I do. When people found out about Elizabeth St. James, it was boom, Elizabeth St. James is here. Unless you was, unless you came what? to my home prior, uh, the customers, my first customers were customers that was close friends or people. I also, you know, my love for fashion, I gave away a lot of clothes. So if I gave a lot of clothes to you, then you put mm-hmm. clothes. So it was your time to hey, you mess with my fashion, come come pick out my stuff. You feel what I'm saying? Like I'm about to have this this boutique. I had a, I had a lookbook too, so I would carry around my lookbooks and I would show my customers, get my clientele. This this is all my my foot traffic that was built. So let me go back. Now that I'm having this conversation too, is reminding myself of my journey that I actually started on foot you know foot traffic before and selling out my house before I had the store. Because I made my purchase, uh, I quit my mm-hmm. job January tenth, two thousand and eighteen, and I um, made my first purchase January twenty second, two thousand and eighteen. But the business is already established. Okay. Going to Magic, I had been on Road to Magic with uh, Brittany Wayne, who's owner of Girlfriends Boutique, um, and, and my mentor. It's a blessing to have a mentor if you're out there listening and whatever you. Uh, Whatever you're going to do, whatever you're doing, inspiring to be an entrepreneur, mentorship. Another secret, another rule of my life is learn the room before you try to run the room. See, people, when they see me succeed and they wondering how you do that, how you do that, they don't know. They don't know the sacrifice the back end of what I already have done. Do you understand? So break it down. What do you mean when you say learn the room before you um, uh, before you try to run, try the to earn the room? Most most people like to go on the room. I'm sorry. Who they are. People's ego and this and that mm-hmm. want to do this and that. They feel like, they feel like, how can I put this as an example? Okay, just say if I got a store and somebody's working for me, they can't work for me because they're too busy wanting what I got. So rather than and learning and picking up what okay. they can learn from me, the ego going to eventually send them on because they're not of me and they're not about me and my company. But guess what? Here it comes. Four years down the later, guess what? Pops gotcha. up. They got them a store, just like your friend. Uh, they got you. You 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 meet so many different people in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that not 
pop up, they pop up with a story. Right. Now they're trying to connect with you like, oh, I wish I would have been known or I see what you was talking about when you was doing your thing. But you wasn't loving me and giving me my props when I was in it because you was too busy thinking, oh, I can. Huh? So, yes. Yeah, so let's get into that. I'm glad you brought that up. And I'm sorry to cut you off. That gets into the competition and the support. How has that been for you? Have you been, do you feel like you've been supported by the people that, you know, you love or hold dear? I I will say that they support, but you got to learn. Let me teach people this and say this period when it comes to this entrepreneurship and when it comes to your life and knowing who you are and what God has in store for you. Let me just say this. I mean, where you are going. See, who Mm -hmm. y'all are meeting, who I'm talking to today is not who it's going to be like it's been is a small version of who I am to become. And so with that being said, well, as you elevate, people got to fall off. So it comes upon your life where you, he would give, God will give you something. I talk, I talk like this for a reason. God will give it to you when he deemed that you're ready for it. So you'll, you understand that the people that mm-hmm. you're looking for support from, you will never get that. That's the same thing when you do for somebody and do, do don't get your blessing from doing it from, it comes from other people. So your business and how I operate mm-hmm. anything I do in my life. That's why I said when people found out about whatever they found out about Elizabeth St. James, it was done. It wasn't a GoFundMe. It wasn't can you help me? It's dang, how she do that? What she do that? Like, I ain't know how, how she do that and how she do it on that left. Let me put my stank on it. How she do how she do it on or did but what about even the support for when you first opened I, or whatever? So let's say like I don't want to say and support me yes best mm-hmm. friends and came through and supported um even if it's a one-time thing two-time thing like people fall in and support appreciates the support but i'm but i don't concentrate on that i concentrate where i am i concentrate on the business i'm running business okay. so i want i want customers i got it that's my livelihood like this is bigger than this like elizabeth st james is starting in st louis but it will go to atlanta to dallas like it'll be a chain like um, a franchise but mm-hmm. I'm just sent to say that whatever I do, I don't like people. I don't care less if anybody support me around. I care, but I don't care because I still get it and I get it without them. And I'm going to go back to when I was talking earlier about COVID-19. I'm on my own. got to understand this is a pivotal moment mm-hmm. while, I'm, while I'm popping my shit and I'm saying what I'm saying. And I ain't mad, but I am who I am. And I got every right boss <laughs> to be the motherfucking boss. So I'm going to say how I say it and put the stank on it. When happened i was down okay okay i had i had did some things mm-hmm. and i live my and whatever i did okay because i live my life i rule my world meaning don't nobody do don't nobody take care of shannon how shannon gonna take care of shannon and shannon take care of shannon real well so i say i'm not mm-hmm. a, anything i get i work for it i'm a bartender but i work for it you understand what I'm saying? I make money, but I work for it. I give good customer service. I know what my customers want. You come in, you'll drink there. I also work at my family bar. And my uncle, cousin, whatever he like to call himself on this day or that day, is a is an MF, is a motherfucker. Okay? He he gonna make a motherfucker like for mm-hmm. real. I, I, you want you want to come? Everybody think they can walk your shoe. Come come down there and work for him. I see you how long you last. How long you gonna let somebody call you out your name? How long you gonna let whatever do? Say whatever they say, especially mm-hmm. in my in my another world, 
where I have endured stuff in this street world that on God, nobody in a regular world would ever get off. And I'm going to say it just like that for those who do not know me, you know, like that's how, that's how it, you know, how it happens. And I'm being sweet about it, but I'm being real about what, what has entailed when you see this person and I give off joy and this and that, but people show or never tell the umph mm -hmm. or why the umph, like what adds to it. Like you can't break me. You can't, people think they do things to hurt you, but I'm very, I have a beautiful spirit of joy about me and me knowing what God can do because I've experienced what? so many things just over life, going back to being plus size, you know? So, um, I take those things and I make I make sugar out of them. You know what I'm saying? I keep for myself. So, um, yeah. But I'll let you finish. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> no, you're because I like I said in the beginning. I know you, and you're so <laughs> passionate about everything that you do, and passionate about your businesses. So that's why I wanted to do this um podcast episode with you is because I know the businesses that you have and then the businesses, you know, that you're trying to do that you're going to start up. I just know you, you always are 10 steps ahead in your thought process of what's your next step. So I wanted you on here to just, you know, discuss what you've discussed, like entrepreneurship. You talked about some highs, you talked about some lows, like with COVID and stuff like that. So I'm just grateful for you being I, able to just, um, you know, talk about you. Talk about what you have going on. Go ahead. I'll be passionate. I'll get a chance to talk as much as I would as I would love to. But I would definitely, just like I was saying, you were saying we were talking about support, and I know I drift off and I come back because I got all these passionate thoughts about stuff. But you know, like you won't get that, and I don't. And I say that because that was that what messes people up. If you are you doing this for yourself, are you doing this for them? What are you doing it for? Yeah. And that was the thing I had to realize, even with my business, Chasing Destiny, or even with the podcast thing, the people that you would think would support and promote you and stuff like that, I had to realize, like, okay, like, everybody not going to support or promote you and stuff like that. You got to do what you're doing because it's something you want to do. So I just asked that because I wanted to see, you know, how it was in an actual business setting, which you have in your own boutique and online uh, business I, and things like that and how it affected you. Focus on, on the good and not the want me to see that's what they want you to people want mm -hmm. you to focus on who, who's uh, they, she won't notice. I won't like or she won't. No, focus on who love, who loves you. And I get support out of this world. Like my business is blessed. My I have a blessed business. And um, from the ground of that store, yes, 2603 North 14th Street, to the website, you know, the, the wires <laughs> and all through there, the, the static electricity. I don't know. But what I'm saying, it's blessed. It's blessed. And I I am blessed. And I say that because it's a lot of love and um a lot of support. I sell out, you know, I order. I, I do I do it I do very well. Mm -hmm. and like I said, when COVID you have bomb ass COVID merchandise. Go I'm ahead, looking, I'm sorry. You know, I'm looking for ooh, God no everybody working, but they not realizing that I'm an entrepreneur. So my money stop. I'm looking maybe to say, man, somebody might say, Ooh, Shannon, you need anything? You need you need me to I'm just so a seed, let me buy something for you. Did I get that? No, far and few. If they came. They came on their own. And I mean, as far as my, 
So I stand tall and I talk mm-hmm. my shit and I say what I gotta say because anything, even when it comes to drinks, if you buying a drink, you supporting me. But I, I ain't getting it for free. You getting a service. It's premium. You, you get what you want. I'm gonna make it how how mm-hmm. what I would deem respectable. You know, that's anything I do. St. James is a service. You're not giving me. You're supporting right. that, but that's support if it's gonna be a oh I did no nah, sis. Oh, I don't need none of that. So I ain't really looking for nobody because where my life is taking me and the millions and things that are coming my way, I don't need all the extra people anyway. And I'm I'm at peace in life because I'm learning. One thing about me, uh, I've learned so much through COVID and not nothing negative. Like, yeah, I'm not, like I said, I've gotten a lot of support, family, this and that. So I don't want to say that. I'm not saying that to say that, but there was a time that had me thinking, I'm trying to play myself down here. Like, Whoa, me in my head, you know, because you know that I'm like, this and that, but these are me sharing my intimate thoughts mm-hmm. and things. But like I said, God reminded me that He was my source, and once again, I was a comeback kid. You understand? Like it happened when I wanted, but it showed up and He showed right. it out. So um, I'm I'm grateful. So whenever I'm talking or this and that, I'm always gonna give reference to God. When people ask about entrepreneurship, that you asked another question happened and going back because I know I'm a preacher. But uh, uh the store. As far as when the entrepreneurship, how was it hard? Did you run into anything? When something for you, it won't be hard. See, when my time mm-hmm. came, I had paid the back end. As I'm sharing, you hear me, how everything ties back together. I tell a story. Everything ties together. Nothing just happened. Everything was tied together. So the back end of me be, being successful is the road I decided to take. I was I was in a I was a I was a student. I'm a student. Like goes back to learning the room before you try to run the room. Often we jump in, we say a lot of a lot of us, especially black people, we love to be like, oh, such and such do it. I know I can do it. She wore that. I know I can wear that. She got a man. No. It'd be that the hidden comparison and the hidden jealousy. I know I, I, I talk about myself or I mm-hmm. anything I do and I talk about my character. And it's a real thing with people. That's why I brag about going to a historical black university. Uh, HBCU because it's nothing like it. I why. Because when you go to school yes, and you go around your own people, you are taken out the hood. You are taken to another environment. No mamas. Everybody is on the same mm-hmm. playing field. The person next to the ward of the state, the ne- the one mm-hmm. on your left may be a ward of the state, the one on your right may be the daughter of a doctor. And you son of a teacher, whatever it may mm-hmm. be. I'm just saying and it molds you. Them four plus years molds you but into you, the adult you that you will become. It, you are learning it. You are out of your environment. So we're on the same playing field. Like the mm-hmm. really Lynch type of things, they run deep. So it's a different yeah. when you go to an HBCU because it's not about the education. You know, when we go to, we get ready to graduate from school back in the day, they, ooh, I want to go to a, a PDI because I want to learn how the world thing, baby. It don't matter where you got the degree. My friends and my graduates and those people who I know, I know some solid people. I know some educated black. Woo! When I think about it, I don't, I'm not so, when I, when I, when I, when I, when I talk now and I put, and I say what I say and I pop my shit because I'm black excellence. I got letters on my name. That's something that you got to remember that we fought to have. And I say that and I'm going to say that loud and proud because being in a worldly world and being around some people who jealous because they want to do it and they couldn't do it and they didn't finish it, they'll try to take that away from, oh, you think you know because you in school? No. See, you mad because you didn't finish it. 
Cause see, whether I'm never using it or not, I've been paid. I got a business. It don't take a it don't take a degree to have a business. I can hire you for that. You better know. <laughs> or you are you preaching on this podcast right now? Because I'm trying to let them know what's up. I'm trying to reach one and let them know like you don't have it. But at the same time, I'm telling you how solid I am and in doing that. Because I do have letters on my try to take. I'm a triple threat. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't be messed with. I've been in the world. I've been played with. So I know the game. I know the hustle. I know how to hustle. I'm a hustler. I can say that. I'm a and I mean, you let them know, and, and you let I'm, them I'm just know. Just sharing that to just sharing that with people to encourage you, embrace your gifts, embrace who you are. I often I talk about um, one of the things I always talk about. I talk about my relationship with my sisters and my friends and things because uh, it's important. I'm I, I love pouring into people. If you my friend, you can't say on God that I was ever jealous of you in any type of way. And I know I'm people listen, like, oh, this girl look ghetto, but look here. I said I'd be in the streets. I say I'd be out here. But uh, um, I, I pour into people. If you're around me, I love to be around people and, and see and see that. I'm in a stage in my life now where, I need to, where I'm pouring in myself, though. Because I've spent so long where I've played myself down so that others won't feel uncomfortable. And that even goes, tying this all back together, what Elizabeth St. James represents and what Elizabeth St. James is. It's for the person who's ever dimmed they light so that others won't feel inferior. See, being a plus-size young lady and being a plus-size young lady at a time when being plus-size wasn't cool, now I'm every nigga fantasy, and I ain't going to say it no other way. <laughs> okay? So with that being said, and I know I, ain't, I'm, I know I just ain't speaking for myself. See, there's a lot of girls talked about you play with now. Now you mm -hmm. look at your DM in the same one you're and allowing me to... Uh, say my piece but it ties it back to being a plus size i was plus size when a time when it wasn't and a gorgeous mm -hmm. girl i look the same same yep. whatever this and that ain't nothing changed i am me like what you pay for i already had and i knew it was real when i had those who were close to me doing things that the same thing i noticed that they may have talked about or kind of shaded or this and that they was doing the mm -hmm. same thing changing themselves, you know, whatever the case may be. And it's all love, you know, but I'm speaking, I'm speaking real right now when I tell my story. Uh, <laughs> so I realized who I was, you know, and and, and, mm -hmm. and just once you become self-aware, you, you understand, you understand, you have to understand your gifts and your calling. And um, so, like I said, being plus size when it wasn't that, and when you come out now, you're doing things. Um, yeah, so. I it all. No, you're <laughs> it all basically it all worked out for you in your entrepreneurship on your entrepreneurship path is because when you had the faith in God and you knew that he was never going to steer you wrong and you knew what your passion was like you said back in college you knew that you wanted this boutique you knew that fashion you know basically was your passion so I'm just grateful for you to be able to even just come on here and share that information with um the listeners because they're one from this episode they can grasp the self-confidence conversation that we had like you have to know who you are what your body is and you have to love you no matter you know what society thinks what social media thinks what whoever thinks it starts with you and your home and how you view yourself then like i said we talked about the entrepreneurship and how you got started with that with your two businesses so i'm just grateful for you to be able to come on here 
and share that information with listeners because there's somebody that any of these conversations, any of these topics can touch. And I'm grateful for that. But what I do want to do, I do want to um, give you the time to tell um, your website, to tell your boutique with the address and then also where they can follow you on social media and also about your sugar hips because you just got so much popping good. Okay, guys. First, I want to thank you all for listening to me and I hope that I reach someone. And um, But my website is www.elizabeth saint spelled out S-A-I-N-T James uh, dot com I'm located at 2603, no, 2603 North 14th Street, St. Louis, Missouri, 63106, down the street from the infamous Crown Candy and across the street from Urban Arts. I am on Instagram personal page as Miss Elizabeth James, and I am on business as Elizabeth St. James. On my Facebook, I am Shannon Elizabeth Carr. So um, those are my handles, and I look forward to connecting with you all and t- truly um, enjoyed myself. And thank you. <laughs> I am grateful for you. Like I said, like I know how passionate you are about your businesses and how passionate you are. One, we're putting God first with anything, and then I know how passionate you are with just the things that you want to do. So that's why, like, you know, I reached out to you with probably around the time COVID started. I was like, hey, how do you feel about being on a podcast? Like, right. I know it took some time for me to get it together because, you know, working from home and then going back to work. So it's been a lot. But I just knew that you would be a good person to talk about your businesses and then you have the personality and you are passionate about it. So I'm just grateful for you. And then you my dog you know been friends for all these years and then I'm excited to um try to do this I guess Facebook live or IG live or whatever you know we decide to do so with that conversation what you say I said the way I talk they need to see my face so they can see I'm not crazy (laughs) yeah because with that conversation y'all we can go a little more in depth about like dating um being plus size or dating period we can talk about you know more in-depth things because this one was more so just about business and entrepreneurship and then plus size and loving yourself so with the live that we'll try to set up a date and time for I'll definitely like post it on the Twitter page, Facebook, and also on the IG for Molly with the Mo's um, in regards to it. But that want to be a little more risque because y'all know how I get down for my past interviews. It'll <laughs> be Miss Elizabeth St. James showing a different aspect to herself. <laughs> So I'm excited. Thank you so much. And give them um, the website one more time so they can go and check out the boutique. It is www.elizabethstjames.com. Yes, ma'am. So you all that are listening, go ahead over and shop with Miss Elizabeth St. James. And I thank you all so much for coming to this episode and listening to this episode of Molly with the Most. And you all have a great day, my beautiful people. I love you all. Bye.